Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. Alright guys, it's so dope. Thank you for all of the people who have been riding with me from the beginning. I love y'all. Thank you to all of you people who are new this week. Shout out for finding us, the whole community here. We happy to have you. Don't forget I'm out on social media heavy. I'm on Instagram all the time, just saying podcasts. And I'm also putting up the videos on the YouTube page. You guys can check that out too. The links for those things are in the show notes. So go ahead on and follow that. And also subscribe and follow the Instagram and YouTube page. Put the notification on on YouTube because, you know, that lets you know when I'm out there. Y'all, we got a couple things to talk about this week. So we might as well go ahead on and get into it. Everybody knows by now that I walk these internet streets and this week it's been a rough one. So I was on the internet the other day and somebody that I'm connected to on social media posted a meme that said, are there any other months in 2020 besides January? And when I first read it, I was like, hmm, how do I feel about this? I don't know. Then I started thinking back like, this has been a long month. And so I I then remembered that I saw that post or a similar meme earlier in the month. And I was just kind of like, then I definitely was like, I don't think I feel like this month is really that long. What's going on? Like, I don't know. But then two weeks ago, my mom got sick. I think I spoke about this on the podcast. I did because the first time I spoke about it was because my mom had just gone into the hospital. And my mom had been in the ICU for like over a week. And it has been very hectic. My mother is still not home yet. We're still trying to get you know her together so that she can come home. And because of that, This month definitely has stretched out for me. But last Sunday, I tried to go to church and I just didn't feel right. And I just felt really, really heavy. And I could not find my way to sit through the service because I just felt really heavy and I needed to get in the bed. And then when I got home, I was like, well, you know, let me check social media, which I knew I should not have done because I already was heavy. And I learned about the tragedy that occurred Sunday morning, which involved nine people who passed away in a horrific helicopter crash. Now, I know you guys are going to be like, are you talking about the Kobe Bryant um, crash. And yes, I am talking about the Kobe Bryant crash. However, I'm trying to give focus to all nine people because nobody's death was less important than anyone else's on that helicopter. So for me, nine people pass away in the helicopter crash. And also for me, I don't follow sports. So 
I understand the movement and I understand how much Kobe Bryant meant to a lot of people. I didn't even know, uh, I, like, I, because I don't follow sports, I didn't understand the greatness of this man's abilities until I kept on seeing all these things on social media. That has consumed this whole entire week. And that is all, that is really all that I have seen on social media for the most part. Of course, you know, people going to post everything, but that has been consuming most of what was going on on social media and the regular media. And so for me, I had to shut off the internet. I had to come out of the internet streets because it was way too heavy. And if some of you guys know that feeling, please do not continue to keep reading story after story after story. We already know what happened. That made this month even feel even longer. And I was just like, whoo, like I like I'm really feeling away. And I had to try to, you know, do some of my meditations and calm myself down and get myself together. And then the same day, on the same day, two of my friends, two of my very close friends called me with tears, sobbing, because they had had some tragedies in their lives as well. And I, at one point, didn't have anything else. I gave to them the last of what I had, and I couldn't pull my own emotions together. It was a lot. This month has definitely been very long, and we just started the year out, y'all. I mean... I I hope that this is the heaviest that this year has to be, but because we all know how the years roll, I know it won't be um, uneventful for the rest of the year. However, I do hope that the good events outweigh the bad events this year, and I'm looking forward to that. Now, let's get into really quick, because as I said, I do not want to let any of the names of the people who passed away from this tragedy to go unheard in case you guys have not gotten that information anywhere else. I want to make sure that you get it here. So let's just go ahead. We have Sarah and Peyton Chester. Um, Peyton is 13 years old. Sarah was 45 and she left behind one son. We also have Ara Zaboyan, 50 years old. He was the pilot. We have Christina Mosser. She was 38 years old. She was the assistant coach of the Mamba basketball team and a mother of three. We have John Altabelli, who is 56. He was the longest tenured basketball coach in Orange County. There is also Carrie Altabelli, 46. She leaves behind two other children. And then their daughter, Alyssa Altabelli, who was also 13. Of course, we have Kobe Bryant, who was 41. And then 
his daughter, Gianna Bryan, who also was 13. When I heard that not one, but three young girls passed away on this airplane, I'm sorry, this helicopter, my heart sank. But then when I learned of all of the children who lost parents that day, I, it was when, that was where I couldn't, that's where I couldn't think, you know? And then I got to a place where after I thought about all the children, especially since I am a child and my mother is sick, it took me to a place But then I thought about the husband and the wife who lost a husband and a wife. And their children as well. And these are people who have to still raise another group of children. And then there were A group of children who don't have no parents anymore. And I, for me, you guys, I didn't have words today. I don't have words for how much my heart aches for these families. I thought that I was going to be able to get through this today. But what I'm just going to do is give a moment of silence so that we can remember Kobe Bryant because we know him. We know many stories of him. But then we can also honor the other eight people who were on this helicopter whose deaths were just as important whose lives affected many people as well, and whose families are hurting no less than Kobe Bryant's family. So let's take, let's take a minute and just remember those families. Man, I know I told y'all that Kobe Bryant was consuming the internet, but there has been another topic that has come up as well. And at first I was like, is this a thing? And then I started really watching stuff. And then there was one big thing we're going to talk about that made this be a thing for me. Not too long ago, Gabrielle Union was one of the judges on America's Got Talent. This is after Nick Cannon left in there was a controversy with that. Gabrielle Union joined as one of the judges. 
And then Gabrielle Union wasn't there anymore. There were some allegations that there was some racism and some sexism going on behind the scenes of America's Got Talent. And when Gabrielle Union spoke about them, she was fired. That's the story that had been going. And then there was supposed to be like an investigation going on so that there could be like a clear and definite story. Gabrielle Union has not done like a lot of press on this or anything. It kind of was a story, but it wasn't that big of a story. Well, then Terry Crews, who was the host of America's Got Talent when Gabrielle Union was there, at some point was interviewed and asked about the situation. Terry Crews decided this to basically say that there he there wasn't none. He didn't see none and he because he didn't see any, he didn't believe it. Now what he said was his wife told him that if Gabrielle Union ain't talking about it publicly, then he could he shouldn't. And he said he agreed with that. But here he was on like Entertainment Tonight or some crap talking about it. And what he was saying was he didn't believe that these allegations that something was going on because he didn't see any. But see, the problem with that is just because you don't see something doesn't mean that it is not happening. If you if you missed it or if you're not around when certain things are happening or if you're just not aware and aren't paying attention to certain things, that doesn't mean that somebody's experience is exactly yours. So the only thing Terry Crews should have spoke about was his own personal experience. He can't say, no, there wasn't none. You can say, I didn't experience that. I didn't see that. I'm unaware of it, but I'm going to wait for this investigation to, you know, be be done before making a full decision on what actually was happening there. Now, there was a problem with what he said. And when he said what he said on the show, he got a lot of backlash. Then instead of just, you know, people were saying, Terry Crews, you don't, you could have had Gabrielle Union's back and just been like, I'm sorry if that's how she felt, you know, her experience was, but that's not what I said. That's not what Terry Crews did. He said, forget this. And Terry Crews went out and tweeted a tweet that doubled down on what he said. And it also was offensive to other people that we were like shocked and like, wait a minute now, because this is his tweet. The only woman on earth that I have to please is her, is my wife, Rebecca. Not my mother, my sister, my daughters, or co-workers. I will let their husbands, boyfriends, partners take care of them. Rebecca gives me wings. Now, the, now one would might say, oh, that's so nice. He's talking about, you know, his wife and he just respects her. But you got on here and said, you don't have to worry about your mama or your daughters. Your mama or your daughters? Like, what? You don't care about backing them up? If something were to happen with your mama, if somebody was being disrespectful to your daughters, that's up to them? That ain't up to you? What in all of the hells do you feel like you're talking about? 
You see, see, because sometimes people are so busy trying to protect their ego that they don't even realize what harmful things that they are saying. If your daughters were being discriminated against in some way, if they worked somewhere where the company was not, you know, treating them favorably based off of sex or race, you're, I, I, I do not believe that you're telling me that you would be inclined to do nothing because you only worried about your wife. And if you were, then this is disgusting. And let me tell you why everyone who may not be completely clear as to why this is disgusting that Terry Crews would do such a thing. Terry Crews also has been a person who had been going around for a good long time speaking about how he had been me would at some point in his career when a powerful exec caressed his body uninvited and it made him uncomfortable. And he felt like there wasn't much he could say because this person was a person of power and it caught him off guard when they did it. There were so many black women who supported Terry Crews when everybody else was clowning him. When I tell you black men were like, come on now, what kind of man let another man touch him? And I mean, they really questioned why if Terry Crews is so big, why he didn't get aggressive and put his hands on somebody and start fighting. And, you know, a lot of black women came to his defense to say, no, you don't understand when you've been in that position. You don't understand, you know, the shock that you go through. And then you start thinking about your career and, you know, Terry Crews being such a big man and this guy being a Caucasian person. And of course, how that was spin once, you know, the news came out, of course, that person would not be like, yes, I put my hands on him first. They would just be like, oh, the big black man tried to attack me. I don't know what happened. Like they, black women came to his defense. One of them particularly being, um, what's her name? Gabrielle Union. Sorry. One of them being Gabrielle Union, but Terry Crews forgot about all of that. When he decided to double down and be like, I ain't worried about no other black women. I ain't worried about no women at all, except for my wife. Really? Really? Excuse me. I'm shocked because I guess you must have forgot all the people who backed you up when you needed some assistance, when you needed some support. But what you decided to say was, nah, dog, I don't care about none of y'all. I'm only worried about Rebecca. And yes, you should be worried about your wife, but there have been a lot of people who've been riding for you, dog, when there was a whole bunch of people who didn't care what was going on with you. There were a lot of black women who rode for you and you decided to say, forget every one of them because you felt like you didn't experience anything. And at this point, I don't even believe you didn't see it. I believe that you didn't care that it happened because like you said, the only person you're concerned about is your wife. So if ain't nobody disrespect your wife wasn't no disrespect going on as far as you're concerned and that my friend is disrespectful because where is your where is your pride where is your sensitivity where is your where is your commitment to to just right hell forget black women forget the color where's your sensitivity to what is right and if you don't know what the complete story is you can't say that something didn't happen that doesn't even make sense 
I know a lot of us out here who will do that. You have one experience of a person, so you will decide that somebody just didn't do something negative to another person. But we all got a mean streak in us. And somebody has experienced even you on your worst day. And so if somebody experienced you on your worst day, they could talk about how you behave on your on your worst day. And other people may have never seen that side of you. Sometimes we know you got a different attitude when you go to work than when you go to church. Okay. And so that part, those people at work could have a whole nother description of you than the church people can. So those people can't, but those people can't be like, she always nice. He always great. No, you don't know that. You don't know how they act when they go to their job that they hate. So for Terry Crews to get on somewhere and one, decide to say none of that stuff happened because it's a diverse group of people on the stage. Of course there is. They trying to make money. So of course they're going to try to get all the diverse groups up there to see who's the one to help them make the best money. And they get a whole bunch of different viewers so that they can get high views so that they can make money. But as Gabrielle Union tweeted out after he wanted to decide to say that Gabrielle Union basically don't make no sense in what she was saying. She said, okay, but what about behind the scenes, bruh? What about the diversity at the table of people who decide who get to go get to be seen by the judges. You don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about people who create created this show. You don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about how they address black women, you know, because Gabrielle Union was always wearing some natural hairstyles and some quote unquote black hairstyles and Hell, I'm going to say black hairstyles because they black hairstyles until somebody else take them and then they become, you know, anybody hairstyles. So Gabrielle Union was wearing some black hairstyles and I think that was even a, a, a huge topic. And so how does Terry Crews know what conversations were brought to Gabrielle Union? He don't. So for him to say, nah, dog, nothing was happening because it's such a diverse place. This is the most diverse place you ever worked. That doesn't mean that that's great. That just could mean that it's very sad that the other about the other places you worked. That don't mean that it's the greatest place you work, you know? It doesn't mean that it's the most diverse place it could be. It could be the last four places you worked had one or two black people. And this place has four or five black people. But that don't mean that it's a great and diverse place. It's just more diverse than the last couple places you work. Terry Crews. Look at me because Tyler Perry also makes me feel the way. Terry Crews, you need to get yourself, number one, a PR person because you ain't doing too good for yourself, bruh. You haven't been doing too good for yourself for a while. And you also need to go to some sensitivity training because I don't think that you understand how to be sensitive to other people. And it's, again, very confusing to me when you needed people to be sensitive to you because it, it had to have been very hard for especially a black man and especially a, you know, muscular black man to come out and talk about how he had been sexually assaulted because that's what happened. And, you know, nope, there were lots of black women who 
could have been like, what? But because women, unfortunately, as a whole of any race, have been so used to experiencing sexual assault, sexual harassment, sexual inappropriate situations, they understood what Terry Crews was trying to say. And so just why would you not... And I don't understand this whole doubling down on things that you can see are at best just sensitive to a group of people. You know, sometimes you just got to shut up. You just got to shut your face and understand that this is a sensitive subject. It hasn't been thought out. It hasn't been investigated you know, the to for a conclusion to have come up for me to support. I can only speak to my experience and because of that, I don't wanna I don't wanna put doubt in what this other person is saying because I wasn't around for her experiences behind the scenes. So all I can say is just hush it up. Because um, Tyra Banks was also a host on the show real quick. I think just for a season, I believe, but it could have been two. But Tyra Banks was also there. There was an interview or somebody asked Tyra Banks, you know, about her experience or what Gabrielle Union was claiming. And Tyler, Terry Banks basically, basically said, I can't get my words together, y'all. I'm sorry. It's, it's confusing with the Terry Crews and the Tyra Banks and the Tyler Perrys and the, I'm trying to get all the names together. Like, I'm trying, y'all. <laughs> Believe me. I told you it's a long month. Okay. So Tyra Banks basically said that her experience was that she just would be in and out. She just came in real quick, did her thing, and she rolled out. She really wasn't trying to be a part of all of the scenes and all those things. So, you know, it, she just spoke to the fact that she did see some of Gabrielle Union's tweets about the situation and that she just thought that the way that she presented her experience was beautiful because it wasn't coming from a place of like dagger throwing. It was just coming from a place of pain and to speak about your experiences from a place of pain. She thought that her wording was eloquent and um, beautifully stated. And that's all she said. She wasn't like, I don't know. I ain't seen none of that stuff that she thought. She didn't do none of that. Terry, so who who talking to you? Rebecca, why you keep letting your man out to go just talk about stuff? Even though you already told him don't say nothing. Like, he didn't even take your advice. He talking about Rebecca give him wings. But she let him fly too far. He need a tether or something because my man ain't getting it like if your wife told you to be quiet about it and you still talking bruh like what we doing here I am disgusted by this double down I think it be it's because we first grabbed up this whole canceling culture that where it was like anybody did anything even if it was 15 years ago cancel them forget it bruh whatever but that isn't what the next step should not have been, but I guess maybe because we always got to swing so far to one side and swing so far to the other side. It's just like now everybody's got to double down. Like I said what I said. And it's like, 
Come on, did, but did you evaluate? Did you take into consideration what people said? Because if you did, you would have understood that the best thing after that would to just be quiet. To just, if you can't say, I understand how this could be a sensitive subject for certain people, so I'm going to wait, then just shut up. Shut your face. We can take that as our own advice in all types of situations because there are times when we as people just should just stop talking like we should just we don't know it all so be quiet about it because there are people who are hurting about a thing and so you can't make a definitive decision about something personal to to people ah terry cruz i just feel like at this point if you're listening, somebody tell a friend to tell a friend to let them hear this. Terry Crews, at this point, apologizing for being so harshly definitive in your explanation of somebody else's experience would be the best tactic right now. Don't have your wife come on and talk about what you meant and don't have somebody else now, a PR person, come on and talk about what you meant. Just apologize for speaking for somebody else's experience when you weren't around to have it for them. And then until this investigation is over, be quiet because these people supported you when they could have been quiet. They didn't do that. So now all of, for all of the people who voice very loudly on your side, it's now time for you to silently stand behind them. But that's just me. And I'm just saying.